Hello and welcome back to another episode of I Think She's Offside with your host Lippa. In the third part of our collaboration with Vimjin Consulting, we spoke to Joya Boy and Natasha Pavel, who have recently been appointed to board level as a result of being on the Get On Board programme. They talk about their career backgrounds, raising aspirations of young people today and their hopes for the future now that they will be making decisions at the top within the sports sector. Now, let's hear it from them. So, how are you both today? Very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. Thank you for having us. So, I, I know the audience might not know who you are, um, what you do. So, can we have a just just say who you are and what you do? Basically, that's all I want to know, and I think the listeners want to know too. Okay, no problem. My name is Natasha Preville. I run a consultancy called the Preville Consultancy and a company called the Ascension Agency, and they gear towards breaking down barriers to entry for anyone trying to get into the creative, digital, and arts industries. How about yourself? Okay, my name is Joy Aboyan. I'm a, um, a senior technical consultant um, working for a technology company called Cisco and uh, responsible for driving our data center technologies growth across Europe, Middle East, Africa. And Russia, we call that Russia because it's such a large expanse of uh, of, um, of land and land use. So, how did you both get into the sectors you are in today? What pushed you towards that particular area? Well, for me, actually, it was um, it was a, an interest in technology because um, I studied um, medical sciences at university, um, but became interested in, in tech. And um, yeah, voila, I've been working in tech now for the past twenty plus years. Um, it's a, I think tech, tech technology is, is a really good enabler for, for, for life um, and enhancement of life. And so, yes, that's kind of how I got, I got into, a, I got into a, a little course that I did subsequently. Um, and that gave me entry into working for health service, as a matter of fact, doing IT in the health service, so public sector, a bit challenging doing, um, doing IT in the health sector in the, um, in the 90s, in the late 90s, um, and then subsequently moved to the private sector. It's quite interesting. As soon as you said what you studied, my IQ just dropped. <laughs> well, How about yeah. you? Well, casting my mind quite a way back to when I was last studying, um, I studied social sciences and always been interested in people and, and the groups and how we kind of work together. I went on from there. I, I left, left university, went into sales as a few people might do but very quickly fell into the media um, and then screen industry so I spent a lot of my career uh, in TV uh, with content creation and then moved on into film before I then left and run consultancies in my own businesses now but yeah good good grounding in the creative industries which I really enjoy and I don't think I'll ever stop doing that because I use that as a conduit for a lot of the work I do now with young people. Only if the podcast listeners could see the smile on my face right now. Wow. <laughs> Listening to you both, so inspiring. But we haven't even heard most of what you're doing yet. So going back to Rim Gym Consulting, how, have, how has the initiative like this targeted, that targets black and Asian people, um, helped the community? How do you think it's helped people that look like you and me? That's an interesting question. Um, I guess we can speak from our experience and, and, and for us, or if I speak for myself here, um, I, though I work in tech, I've um, 
a keen sports person, I mean, both as a, as a, as a spectator and as a participant, um, particularly athletics and Formula One and things I love to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do, I'm, I'm a runner and I do triathlon. Um, so I'm really, I'm really interested. Let's in just sport. hold you there. You just said triathlon is such an easy manner. Wow, and she she does a triathlon. Can we just can we just highlight that? Because I can't run a mile without u- needing to use my inhaler. <laughs> so that in itself is amazing. So, so triathlons are are pretty cool. They're, they're pretty they're, cool. They're, they're multidisciplinary <laughs> sports. I mean, um, so you you do a swim, bike, and a run in any particular event, and um, there are different sorts of distances that people would uh, would do. I would use an Olympic one because you've got an Olympic with an Olympic year. And so the Olympic distance would be a, a 1.5k swim, a 40k on the bike, and then a 10k run. Um, and you do them effectively back to back. So you have transitions wow. you know, between each of the events. Of um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's, it is really cool. I, I got into triathlon about, uh, about 2008, 2007 was my first one. And it was just because I, I had been running for a long time. I had done this challenge with work. I worked with you at Packard at the time, and uh, it was this multidisciplinary challenge uh, with, with other. You were competing against other corporate um, companies, and we were raising money for um, um, NSPCC, um, who had been Microsoft's primary um, charity, and they were they were the, the primary sponsor of the event. And after doing that and doing all sorts of other things aside the running, I just thought, oh, I really want to do bring some diversity, if you will. Um, to my sporting life and so I, I, I found this triathlon and so I've been doing it now for the past uh, oh gosh what's that 11 12 seasons um, and, and and I love it um, but what's been interesting and what I was going to say was that through 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 the running through triathlon is you you discipline yourself to uh, to prepare yourself for your goals and your objectives you know I've, I've done, found a lot of done a lot of self-discovery you know through those journeys of actually preparing for competition um, I use competition lightly, of course, um, because I'm not professional, but it's still, still competition. Yeah. Um, so I found a lot of, um, discovered a lot of things about myself, a lot of self-realization. And it's it's interesting what sport can do, whether you're doing it professionally or whether you're just running every weekend for yourself and how that actually helps you understand yourself a lot better. Um, it can transform. And I, I, I love that power, to, to use that power to help people understand and to help transform their lives and community and society and the world at large. I think it's quite powerful, that sport is quite powerful. And so um, Rim Gym for me have really, um, in this Get On Board program, um, have really enabled me to get to a place where I can be a voice as well for those um, that need a voice to actually help them see people that look like them, to actually help them aspire um, to, uh, to do sport, um, because when you look at triathlon as an example, you know, it's not it's not as, as diverse as many other sports. If you look at track and field, potentially, as, you know, as a sport that I, I, I like. It's not as diverse. And sometimes we think, well, we don't even think, because it's not, a, it's not a conscious effort. It's just something that is subliminal there somewhere where, you know, that you don't see, you kind of think, okay, maybe that's not for me. But if we see people in, in all of these arenas, then we will just just know as well or instinctively think okay I can do that as well you know and so it's trying to help create, break down those barriers and so love to get on to, um, to to work on on in a, in a way that we can uh, you know encourage other people other 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 people to actually understand the power of, of, of sport um, and to see its impact really yeah how about yourself Natasha well I mean I echo a lot of what Joy has said bar the uh, 
at the part you do in terms of athletics, triathlon. Uh, not quite me yet, but I feel I've burnt some calories listening to you as far as, you know, both of us. Um, but, you know, looking back, in terms of the initiative um, being targeted at black and Asian women, I think that's really, really important. I think the industry has noticed that there's a stark lack at board level, um, particularly in sport, but across small boards, I, I, I would think. Um, correct, absolutely. And what I think is really important about this is that the lens is shone in that talent really does exist in this area. And if we look at the young talent out there and, and um speaking to your audiences, one thing I'd really like to think of as a legacy is that you don't wait until you're my age before you think you can do this. I think it's something that's quite important that young people can see themselves on boards before you get to in your 40s. It, it, it should be something that, you know, that you are taught about and welcomed onto and seen as a platform for which you can put yourself forward in, you know, mid-career even, because... On a board, it's about bringing value from a different perspective. And I really do believe that this um, initiative, which Rim Jim uh, has worked with us on, will really help propel that and, and shine a lens on difference and how great it is and the cultural capital there is in celebrating difference. We all have so much to bring to boards and not looking at it from a skills deficit point of view, but just in a celebration of difference in that we have so much to bring from our own life experiences as well as work experiences so if there's one thing i'd like to well two things i'd like to mention here is that number one to celebrate um rim jim rimler and sarah for inviting us and being so supportive on this whole scheme along with the rest of um the group but also to let everyone know out there that you know think aspiration you don't wait for someone to give you the validation because i'm sure we'll come on to it later on but that's one of the things that's probably held me back from not doing this before you kind of wait until someone kind of says it's okay you can do this you can do this but that's one of the biggest things i've taken away it's just about harnessing your own power and understanding the strengths that you can bring to the table literally yeah you you just mentioned the group so how is it like interacting with people like-minded people like yourself um and feel welcomed so empowering so empowering because sometimes it can be a bit lonely you're not sure if some of the thoughts you're having or some of the feelings you're having are just within yourself um but what's happened on the program is you've got a forum whereby you can you know just let go and it's a safe space for like-minded women to support each other and guide each other and for you to learn and for you to harness your power so to speak because we all have a unique power and it's once you realize that and and and, and you'll you can talk and discuss you know weaknesses strengths threats obstacles you know it, th- th- there's something really empowering that comes from that when you agree join yeah no absolutely absolutely i mean it's amazing there are about what 13 of us or so um, and just looking at all of the women and understanding the women, their backgrounds, and they all have come from different spaces for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, seeing them in their fields and their arenas, accomplished, powerful, successful, and then that question of you know there aren't actually any women in the pipeline to sit on these boards because you know they're just not there. But you see them, and they are actually there. Um, so it's been it's been amazing to actually see that. And as Natasha was saying, to actually understand that you know, that when you think of in quote some of your own inadequacies that they're not just thoughts that you might be having that they're thoughts that others are having that they actually are things that that shouldn't actually hinder us because they're perhaps really not as 
they're not as um, as tethering as all that. Um, but it's just nice to actually to speak about these things freely, openly, to actually understand and to grow together and to support each yeah. other. There's a lot of that of that support um, within within the group, and that's you know, that's a comradeship. It's quite a powerful thing, and it empowers mm. you to actually you know propel yourself and push yourself forward. Know, without uh, without reserve, so it is absolutely brilliant, and without competition, may I add? Yeah, indeed, actually, yeah, it's completely collaborative. Cool. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful <laughs> thing. It does exist. It does exist. Yes. How would you describe the support you've received from Rimla and Sarah? Outstanding, yeah. and not just because. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Sarah's in the room, so I think <laughs> I'm and that is exactly my one word as well. Actually, it has been absolutely outstanding. If you yeah. use a single word, it would be outstanding. Maybe to use some more. I mean, they've been they've been really excellent in in um, in guiding us and supporting us um, in helping us. Um, realize that there's a lot within us to achieve what we want to achieve you know they've given a nice good railings to actually guide us along um just always present always helpful they've paired us up with some wonderful um, um coaches and mentors as well in industry um and that has been you know i think for me by far um the most uh, wonderful thing in, in actually ensuring some of the success that I've, 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 I've seen or the realization along the journey and successes that I've seen along the journey to date. So they have absolutely absolutely been brilliant. It's been a, it's, a, it's an excellent scheme. How about the training scheme? Has that helped in any way? Has have one of the training schemes um, overshadowed the others? For example, has one been better mm-hmm. than the other? Or I think they all kind of play to different yeah. strengths and, yeah. and it's quite a holistic approach so you look at various different ways in which we can reach our fullest potential so to speak and look inward and then support each other but one of the biggest things for me has been the networking opportunities really mm-hmm. and uh, they've been great events that we've been able to attend but the networking can never be underestimated you know um, it's growing your re- Growing, growing your circles, you know, speaking yeah. with different people in a way in which I wouldn't necessarily have had those opportunities previously. Yeah. So networking for me has been absolutely fantastic. I'll give you an example on that basis. Actually, we we were um, we got some spaces or um, get on board, got a few spaces to get onto <laughs> onto BFA. You remember? I'm nodding right quite yeah. frantically here um, because it was amazing. So we got onto um, we got this opportunity to go to Premier League and get onto. Um, um, a board training session that was targeted to uh, targeted at uh, CEOs and, and chairs of uh, of football community um, clubs, and it was it was just amazing because I mean it was an opportunity we wouldn't have otherwise had. We get Certainly. to meet a lot of these people. They you know met us, were impressed with us as well. I dare say, and actually really were 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 pleased with the perspective that we actually brought to to their meeting to to, to the event as well to the training as well because our perspective was completely different um, to to theirs but it was a great opportunity for us to network to link in with some of these people um, and to you know just to grow that network of of um, of, of, um, of influence and of, of our circle so very good and again to, to Natasha's point lots of the trainers trainings have just been collaborative it's kind of like you know building upon each other nothing has been um, has been has has been outstanding in in a certain sense over another, but everything has just really been empowering. So it's just been a really good holistic effort to to Absolutely. roundedly equip us. Very comprehensive way in which mm. you know all the training and all the development and all the networking that we've had exposure to has been complementary of each other. Yeah. I mean, we commend them actually. Absolutely. 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 Absolutely.
I've heard that it's gonna end in a couple of months. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, so so how do you feel about that? And another one, uh, another question within that is, what's your biggest take from this? How do we feel about it ending? I guess all good things. It's never gonna end. No, no, it's never gonna end. We're the freeze. If we if we don't believe it's gonna end, it's never gonna end, right? Um, I think we're in sisterhood for. Life. For life, life. yes, <laughs> and I think that's a valid point because I think what 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 will end is the ten month program that we are mm. effectively on. But what won't end would be the um, the cohorts, you know, the collaboration, what we have actually created as being part Precisely. of this program together, whether it's with, uh, between ourselves as a as as a cohort um, with uh, with uh, Sarah and Rimler as well, um, because they will always be there um, for us too. So um, it's like you know you know you got your wings you can fly away and you can come back and you can you know, you know get something from the mother ch- mother nest and you know continue yeah. to go out there so it's not going to be as as drastic as all that at least that's what they tell us that's what we're hoping for um but it's um it's been great in that it has equipped and if i was to say talk about what i my greatest takeaway um that was the other question wasn't it what yeah, was my yeah, greatest yeah. um i think it's um i think it's, it comes to the realization of I mean, most times we, we think that we can't do something or we might think that we can, but maybe just a little bit, you know, but mm. it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, that's, and it's not that we're not self-confident because, I mean, I am reasonably self-confident, but yet, <laughs> yet, you know, there's always that thought that maybe I'm not for this or maybe I can't do yeah. this. Um, but one of the things that I really take away is the fact that, that actually, you know what? Yes, I can. Precisely. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to, that is, that's pretty much it yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah joy to yeah. be honest because I think sometimes particularly as women um, we can stand in our own way yes you know if you look at what if you were you know speaking quite genuinely I've heard numerous times that if you look at a, a job application a woman excuse me may generally feel if there's 10 things for instance that um, are attributes that the, the role itself is requesting a woman will probably feel she needs to you know, at least 10 out of 10 or at least nine before she applied. Uh, it has been said that uh, men feel that they need to probably have about three of those attributes hypothetically. And I think that whether that's true or not, I think there is there is something there when it comes to women and when we put ourselves forward for things. So one of my biggest takeaways being on this program is to get out of my own way. I think sometimes we can think about all the various things that might be able to stop us from being our best selves when in actual fact the answers always lied within you. So it was for Rim Jim, namely, you know, Rimla and Sarah to help you harness your power, to know your strengths, to celebrate it, to to support each other. And I think you cannot underestimate the strength that that has because once you understand the value you can bring, understand your unique selling point, so to speak, that puts you in a whole different space and it's about your mindset. So once you get your mindset right, everything else kind of follows through. It doesn't matter how skilled you are, how accomplished you are. We all are quite accomplished in our careers Mm. that are on this board program. But in actual fact, I think a lot of the times we can come up with the excuses that stop us from going forward. And sometimes we always feel, particularly as women, that you kind of need that validation from outside. But in actual fact, you can validate yourself. So that's been the most powerful thing for me and just learning about that and celebrating each other and I think once you start thinking in on that growth mindset and have that kind of attitude then sky's the limit yes absolutely right absolutely 
I'm I'm actually learning a lot from you both. Like I'm still very young, young and still gradually getting into where I want to be and still exploring life. And listening to you both, it has opened my eyes, shall I say, to to not only the sports industry but my capabilities as a BAME woman in sports. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Great. We've spoken a little bit about sports boards. Now, do we have any news on the table about um, any sports boards you've joined or you're on at all? Well, you don't I'm... need to mention names if you can't. <laughs> I probably can't because I'm, oh, a, we love I'm a newly appointed. Gossip. But yeah, I'm going to keep that one under my hat for now. But I'd love to talk about Joy's appointment. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's listen to that. It is absolutely brilliant, actually. I, I consider it a, um, a perfect match, really, um, for, for me. So I've just recently been appointed to... Uh, to the board of trustees for um, the Dame Kelly, Dame Kelly Holmes Trust, um, and uh, it's 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 again a beautiful thing, a perfect Yay. match. Um, because one of the things that they do is, um, you know, they're, they're, they're two primary um, people beneficiaries really, and those are the the athletes, so professional athletes who are in quotes transitioning to you know to ordinary life, or what do they do post being a professional athlete? And then um, young people in society who are needing guidance and 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 and, and nurturing and you know, just guidance into realizing their own potential, as it were. And so those are the potentially falling off the rails or just not having what they need to to, uh, to do things. Um, and it's bringing these two together because when you're a professional athlete, um, when you when you're kind of done, and this has come from from Dame Kelly Holmes's experience as well. So when you achieve that goal. <laughs> Or that gold. Um, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> what um, what what happens next? You know, wh- when do you stop? And when you do stop, you know, what do you go on to do? And so it's, the, it's helping these these athletes realize that they've got lots of transferable skills that they can actually apply to deploy in other industries, um, and helping them come to that understanding and realization. So pairing them up with these young people in society to uh, help those young people as well begin to look up, look at what they can do from an employability perspective, from a health and well-being perspective, from a, a leadership perspective. And so it's just really brilliant. And with all of that, the young people will, will be go, begin to go on journeys that would help them in self-discovery and help empower them, because that's really what we need. We need we need people who who don't... Um, and I use it... I use it lightly, or I use it... Yeah, I use it lightly, that you don't think so very much of themselves or who haven't got an idea of what to do or sure. where they wish to go to. So you just help use some sort of you know program or structure, you know, and the, the power of sports to to help them discover their strengths, discover their power, discover mm-hmm. their potential. You know, it's 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 amazing just to help them blossom blossom and then you know be what they can be. So I'm absolutely delighted. Um, um, to be on this board, it's it, and I would it, be yeah. <laughs> and I think it's another thing that's important about about the boards um, and the appointments because um, you know though we might um, though we do you know look for and seek these positions um, to, to to be able to be an influence and actually have a, help be a voice for for, for others. Um, it's important to find the board that actually that we can actually operate in, yeah. you know, where we can actually bring our value, where we're not just there and constrained, but we actually know that our voice is also welcome that our value is 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 understood and that we can actually express it and um, otherwise it'd be quite frustrating to be sat somewhere and not be able to do what it is that you want to do or that you that you think or that you understand that you've been called upon to do and um, so that's actually also an important one finding you know 
finding that perfect fit, and I use that slightly loosely, but finding that perfect fit, you know, for what your objectives and your aims are, what their objectives and aims are, and that you guys can, you know, work perfectly collaboratively as a as a um, as a, um, a non-exec team. So yeah, so I'm delighted we have our first meeting in a few weeks. Ooh, exciting. It is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish this off with the last question. Okay. So what would be your advice to a woman listening to our podcast today that who's thinking of applying to board, board roles um, in the sports sector? Do it already. Oh. <laughs> do right. it already. Let, let's go Literally, do it already. Because, you know, when it came to applying for this, I don't know what Joy's experience was, but I, I came across this opportunity by chance. Um, I probably need to thank the person that sent it out on my social links. And I thought, oh, I should apply for that, actually. I have been on, you know, previous training programs, but none quite like this. And um, I was like, what have I got to lose? Just do it. And the sequence of events that led up to me doing that, ordinarily, I could have procrastinated and it would have just been too difficult. I was in the middle of a meeting. I had to leave the meeting early to go and apply because the deadline was fast approaching. I could have easily stayed in that meeting. It was... It was a commercial one, so it was it had it had things I had to get done within it. But I thought, no, I have to take this and invest in myself. What have I got to lose? Went and applied for it. Um, so glad I did. Kind of left it be for a moment and carried on with the life. And then in the next few weeks, I was invited for an interview, which I just could not believe. So ultimately, um, I'm just so thrilled. And sometimes you realise in life, if you give it too much thought, it just doesn't happen. So in the words of Nike, although I'm not sponsored by them, just do it. <laughs> just, just get on with it and, and, and you know, just keep the faith, quite frankly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I echo exactly what Natasha said. And and, and would add that, you know, it's important that that we, we, we are representative, as we've said already, of the entire society in which we're living. And so we need people to actually go out there and be voices for those that, you know, that, that aren't, outspoken or indeed to actually just help bring that diversity of thought because you know if we see things one way um we need we need others to help us see it another way we need that understanding to give us a a 360 degree view if you will of something that impacts society so we can all be effective so if anybody's thinking about it go out and do it like natasha said just do it and actually age age shouldn't really come into it again Mm -hmm. um, because society in which we live in is you know, it's not just gender, you know, there's not just a gender diversity there. You know, age, we're not all, you know, in the 40, 50 something bracket. No, you know, we're, you know, we are, you know, we are youth, we are teenagers, we are, you know, we're in all sorts of things. So whatever your age, you know, there's a, there's a diverse of, diversity of perspective and, and, and vision and thought that you can actually bring to, to the table. You know, just check your motives, know why you're doing it, because ultimately it's for, it's for, um, in truth, it's for it's for a larger objective, you know. It's for it's for out there. It's not a selfish thing, um, so, and so just know what it is that you're doing it for. And if you can measure yourself and see that your your intention is um is wholesome, if you will, just do it like Natasha said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Set your intention. Go for it. <laughs> and on that note, thank you both so well. much thank you. for being on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, your board roles, even though some are very secret right now, <laughs> <laughs> are starting or may start soon. Um, I'm very excited to catch up thank you. Thank you when much. you guys, when you both 
are more settled in the in role. So um, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thank you both for being on my podcast. Thank today. you for having us. Thanks All the best. Thank you very Bye. much. Thank Bye. you. Bye.